The Business Buzz Podcast. The, the Business Buzz. Good evening and welcome to the Business Buzz right here on VAW FM 88.1 uh, for your weekly dose of business, finance and economics news. My name is Mudiwa Mob Justice Gavaza and I'll be your host until about 8pm. Who's to say that the world of business can't be um, educating, it can't be entertaining and informing? Uh, definitely make sure you hold on to your seats as we seek uh, to, to inform you and educate you guys just around how the world of business and economics affects you and your pockets. So for today it's uh, quite an interesting show uh, we are going to be uh, talking uh, a little bit just around what's going on um, with savings because as we enter the festive seasons um, we, we, we we need to be careful out there because uh, you know some days things go south uh, as they inevitably will and uh, we're going to be you know we're going to be needing cash uh, the question now is do you how do you fund for the rainy days the emergencies or just that extra pool of cash uh, to help you navigate through certain seasons in your life. Uh, tonight we're going to be looking at the general rules of thumb uh, to savings, uh, especially with uh, the festive season coming up. And the first test of endurance, the first test of strength is going to be Black Friday, which is coming up, and then the festive season, which comes straight after that. Tonight we're going to be talking uh, with the Bright Kumalo, an analyst and portfolio manager at Vestag Asset Management, and we'll also be having a telephonic interview view with Irvin uh, Chimani, who is uh, from New Strategic Markets, uh, manager at Liberty, about some money-saving strategies uh, for the upcoming holiday season. Now, also coming up, we're going to be getting into the business wrap. That's a part of the show where we give you a roundup of the week's top trending business and economics news uh, with our financial expert, Zanele Kunene, um, together with um, our Buffalo Index, where we tell you the state of your 100 rand. Remember that you can follow us on Facebook. We are VARFM, that's Voice of Vits. And you can also find our other Facebook page that is Viz Radio Academy. And then on Twitter, we're at VARFM. And then our hashtag is hashtag Business Buzz. You can also find us on WhatsApp is 0840784912. And you can also... Uh, remember that uh, podcasts of the Business Buzz show are available on vits.journalism.co.za. Um, so that's how the show is going to be looking like. We are here until 8 p.m. On the other side of this, we get into uh, the business wrap. Keep it locked. This is the Business Buzz. Business Wrap with Sanele Kunene. It's time for us to get into the business wrap. That's a part of the show where we give you a roundup of the week's top trending business and economics news. And on the line, we are joined by our financial expert. We have Zanele Kunene. Zanele, how are you? Yeah, Mudiwa, you know, I always have a story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually quite excited, especially for this time of the year, because there's a lot of content that's coming out with regard to financial education and literacy. You know, a whole lot of how to save, how to budget, um, how not to have Januarys. So that, yes. that excites me quite a lot. And mm. what I've seen is now with the uptake um, with digital lenders as well as... Um, uh, what fintech with fintech firms is what I've seen is they're encouraging um, you know good financial behavior yeah. you know they're saying you know be more goal orientated and I think a lot of our traditional banks are also picking on that um, I read one of the uh, loyalty programs and one of the thoughts about it or the ideas that they're having and what they're saying is they want to reward people with interest rates or you know looking at fees or um, even paying for what it is that you are saving for you know, so just to just to see how they're promoting, you know, a savings culture that we don't have as South Africa because we 
We just don't have that culture. And just to see that how they are promoting that really makes me excited. Um, I recently wrote an article, it's called The Last Minute Budget, wow. in which I do touch on, you know, the psychology, economics, also the sociology all involved in, you know, taking control of your finances. Um, and I and I hope that these kind of this kind of content that is out there that people don't just be like, Oh, I'm not looking at that, it's not my main focus. <laughs> but they look at that, you know, because it's it's all there, it's flooding to us. Yeah. Um, and just as I'm just going to mention two tips that I mentioned in the article, and you could find them on my LinkedIn if anyone is interested. I hope you're interested. Mm. Um, <laughs> the first tip is to really look budgeting as creating a profit. Because when you look at budgeting as saving, it's kind of like restricted, it's limited, it's not mine, I hate it. But when you look at it as creating a profit, there's some kind of an advantage that you, you, know, you, you believe you're going to be getting, like you're going to be better off. Um, so try looking at budgeting as creating a profit. And the second tip would be to look at your budget every week. Once a week, look at the budget. So the items on that budget are at the top of your mind because we are going to be flooded by a whole lot of pop-up ads. You know, black uh, what you call it, Black Friday subscriptions and this and this and that. So when those when those pop up ads come up, mm. your mind will immediately pull onto the items that are on your list. Yeah. And if something's not on your list, your mind's not just your mind's not going to be there. Um, so just try those two tips out. You know that we are we are good for the festive season. But let's look at what's actually happening in the news. Yes. So FAA, which is the biggest thing I believe this week that we've been actually looking at. Um, they, the workers they are asking for eight percent, but FAA is saying that they cannot afford that or they do not have the the budget, you know, to give eight percent. So they offered five point nine percent as as at of as at April twenty twenty. And the shocking thing about FAA is that they they haven't made a profit since twenty eleven. Yeah. Okay, so you can just imagine the consequence such a strike would do. You know, will they be able to recover from such a strike? That's also another question. What is government then going to do and do? Does government then offer assistance again? Mm. You know, how do we then tackle that? And I think that with such a situation, we need to bring economists, we need to bring, you know, other, other perspectives into how do you deal with a state-owned entity. I actually have a question for you as you're talking about uh, SAA. Um, you know, because I like the fact that you've brought it up because, like you said, it is one of the biggest uh, news items of the week. Do you think that this battle that they have at the moment is where uh, the focus really should be? Is this a labor issue or is this uh, fundamentally an issue of an inability to turn around the prospects of the airline? Wow, I think, <laughs> yeah, that's heavy. Uh, um, I believe that the SAA has been struggling for quite a long time, and yep. the turnaround is not necessarily for um, making the SAA work, but just making state-owned entities work. Mm, mm, that is mm, the mm. issue, and it's an issue of not having leaders who are, you know, who who, who have direct, who have vision, or, or I wouldn't say. Who, I won't say the leaders, they do not have vision. I say that they do not have support for that. Mm. So I believe that that is the main issue. If we are unable to fix our leadership within those places and support them, then how 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 is that going to be faulted down? 
because everything that's happening in the in the top base filters down to you know all the other levels. So if we could be able to fix higher management and get to actually get um, a see appoint a, a CEO because we've been having an acting one and that one steps down and if there's if you cannot control management then are you you cannot expect that every all the other levels will operate effectively and efficient and efficiently. Yeah, you know. So I think it's the issue is. It's management, it is vision, it is, you know, support. So we, re- we have to re-look that. Maybe a restructure, maybe they'll talk of a restructure as they had with ESCOM. Um, just to speak about ESCOM again, we were revisited by load shedding last week Friday. I was mm, so angry. Mm, mm, mm. So angry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing is, it did impact the RAND because um, what we noticed was the RAND was moved by that. But another movement that we saw was investors' concerns went up again. You know, and when you do, when you think about all the the drive that Rafael has been on 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 boosting investment within our country, mm. it's like guys, Eskom, what you're doing, it's not hurting us here. You know, it is hurting us here, but it's hurting a bigger. You know, it affects a bigger pool. It's not just me in my home not able to watch Netflix. It is, you know, business operations, business confidence, it's yes. consumer confidence. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. it it hurts the bigger picture. Um, another thing that we also noticed with ESCOM, or not with ESCOM, with the RAND, was that um, the mere mention of Trump and China sitting down and maybe cancelling a few tariffs, um, that also um, put pressure on the RAND because the dollar strengthened when um, just, the, talk, just the, the mere mention of that um, Trump and China, not Trump, but the US and China will come together and try to cancel some of the tariffs because the tit for tat does not work it's not working no one's actually succeeding or winning anything locally the rand was impacted by the talk is back again of that nationalization of the south african reserve bank that talk is back so one thing we all know is policy uncertainty makes investors worried again so not only are they worried about can their business operate here just due to energy but they're also worried in terms of what what's what's the direction of the country? You know, what yeah. are they going to do? Are they going to nationalize it? And how will that na- will the nationalization impact the independence? Will it impact the ma- the mandate of the SARC? You know, what is that going to do? So investors are quite in an awkward position um, with regard to that discussion being brought back on the table. But I'm hopeful. It is the festive season. We might be, you know, a bit more, we might be tired, but um, <laughs> the festive season has a way for us to look at, you know, has a way of making us look at things differently, oh. you know, in oh. a more happier state, you know. Let's try this for the sake of trying it, you know. Let's ask the private companies, what are they doing? And let's try it within our state-owned industry. Yeah. Let's try, you know. So... But, uh, so that's been us with uh, Zanele Kunene. Uh, I like the fact that she started off the the the, the show, uh, letting us know some saving tips because that's the theme of our show for today. And one of the things she said is you need to be looking at your budget at least weekly, you know. And so, two fundamental things there is one you need to have a budget, and before beyond that, uh, you also need to be checking and updating this thing and just monitoring yourself on this thing. And then uh, we then got into the news of the week and. And she's just telling us about what's been going on um, at SAA, as you heard. Um 
Lots of flights have been cancelled. Um, workers are threatening to go on strike because of the planned retrenchments. There were numbers being floated around of around 944, um, you know, jobs at stake. And you have uh, the, you have cabin crew saying that they are downing tools, and it's actually quite a bit of a mess that's going on there. And then in addition, we had a small update about what's going on at ESCOM, and then uh, you know some impacts on the rand, uh, given what's going on with the U.S. China trade war uh, together with what's going on locally around uh, you know the nationalization debate which is back in uh, back in focus so that's been it in terms of our business wrap uh, thank you to Zanele on the other side of this we're going to be telling you the state of your 100 rand in our Buffalo index keep it locked this is the business buzz business wrap with Zanele Kunene Forget what the little birdie told you. Follow us, follow us, follow us at BoFM and join the conversation. The Buffalo Index on the Business Buzz. It's time for us to tell you the state of your 100 rand in our Buffalo Index. That's a part of the show where we look at 100 rand, that is the Buffalo, and uh, tell you what you can actually do with it in relation to um, our what our main discussion is about. And for today, since we are talking savings, uh, since we are talking about uh, how to make sure you have that rainy day fund, um, we decided, um, because w- one of our guests later on is going to be telling us about his 10 cent challenge, and I decided to look at us and see if we're to have a buffalo challenge you know how would that go about and there's a couple of ways it could be structured in a simple way if you were to save a hundred rand a day for a year that's automatically 36,500 rand uh, that you'd have there and if you did that for about 10 years you'd end up with uh, you know uh, a modest fortune of about 365,000 rand but on the more complex side if you decided to say a hundred rand a day and then you multiply it by the number of the day of the week so you assign and you say monday is one tuesday is two etc until you get to seven at sunday then basically you say that on monday you save a hundred rand on tuesday uh, 200 rand wednesday 300 rand and thursday 400 rand etc it means that in a week you could be able to save yourself 2,800 rand and if you did it for a month you'd end up with 11,200 rand and interestingly if you did it for a year you'd end up with uh, 134,400 rand and if you did that for 10 years this is what excites me is that you'd end up with 1.3 million uh, so that's 1,344,000 rand so you know you can structure it your way i would suggest the uh, there's one that uh, sort of falls in the middle and that's saving 100 rand a week and that would end up with about 400 rand um in a month and then you'd end up with 4,800 rand um in in about a year and it Imagine getting to the festive season and you have an extra 4,800 rand that you can do something with. Either spoil yourself, spoil your loved one, or, you know, put money away, you know. Or, or invest in shares or something so that's been it that is our buffalo guide to to saving uh, your your 100 rand it's an interesting one and the other interesting point to note is the fact that if you saved 100 rand a day for 10 years 
um, according to our first formula, that's 360,000 rand. But if you were to do the one where you, you know, multiply by the day, you would get to just about half that amount in just one year as opposed to the 10 years. So depending on your tolerance, uh, I would actually suggest the the weak one simply because guys, savings is not is not easy. And this is why we're having an entire show about it. Uh, so that's been it in terms of our Buffalo Index. On the other side of this, we're going to be getting into our main topic. This is the Business Buzz. The, the Business Buzz. We are talking about savings. We are talking about uh, how to make um, the most of your money yeah, because um, saving is quite a it's quite a deep topic and it's one that we have entire financial planners all for, uh, like our financial experts, Zanele Kunene. And uh, one of the things I particularly wanted to talk about is uh, what she's talking about, about having a budget and also this fact of um, checking your budget every week because I think that's one of the things that we aren't, actually taught to do in life is to actually one have a budget and uh, more than to just monitor spending I think if a person was to sit down and actually record every little transaction in like a day uh, that you're spending your money on whether it's parking whether it's just uh, whether it's parking whether it's airtime you know just going out with friends and the like and if you were to do that for about a month I once did this for myself and I was actually quite shocked with what I was actually spending my money on uh you actually now find yourself like eh, guys did i really need to buy that many sweets this month or you know did i really need um to go out and have dinner that many times and for me personally that's what makes you know the issue of saving such an interesting one but um in talking to our guests one of the issues that we're going to be um discussing is what happens when you actually have the money because it's one thing to have the money but you also need to make it grow and in making it grow um, you need to be having a plan so that's what the show is going to be looking like Uh, we're going to be talking to some interesting guests uh, so you know make sure you listen in Uh, we're just going to take one quick break and then we'll be back on the other side of this on the business bars Welcome back. This is the Business Buzz. And for today, we are talking about uh, money-saving tips for the festive season. Uh, the You know, festive season is a time of year when people, you know, go a bit crazy. Uh, and you've probably heard some of the statistics before. Uh, South Africans have been noted as terrible spenders and savers, especially during the festive season. But why is this? Well, for starters, there's a myriad of societal and economic factors uh, like low wages, high cost of living, and general debt and so on that affect people's ability to save but surely there are many ways in which um, we can actually break some of these small habits and actually um, form new ones so for tonight we are in studio we have uh, bright kumalo who is joining us on the line he is an analyst and a portfolio manager at vestact asset management and he's going to uh, be telling us because he's on course to help people build uh, positive saving habits uh, one ten cents at a time and then later on, we're going to be talking to Irvin uh, Chimane, a manager at New Strategic Markets at Liberty, uh, all about the importance of financial literacy and savings. So, as I said, we are joined on the line by Bright Kumalo. Uh, Bright, how are you? 
I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on our show. I think a good point, a uh, good place to start uh, for our listeners is to just understand uh, who who Bright is and how did you actually come up with this ten cent challenge. So, Baikonlo, like you introduced me, I'm a I'm an investment manager, basically uh, running a small firm here with my colleagues at Vestac, and we manage money on the public lines. Yeah, so that's what I do. Um, and in my spare time, I like to run <laughs> and do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and other things. <laughs> so, the ten cent challenge. What is it, and how did it actually come about? And why did you pick the ten cents? I think that's the, the the thing that the listeners might really want to know. Yeah, well, ten cent challenge is a very simple concept to encourage, especially. I, you know, people my age and probably below, you know, the guys that are still at university, just to get them into the habit of saving. Mm. The concept works uh, very easily. Every morning, I wake up, I brush my teeth, and I think about, okay, what day is it today? You yeah. know, like for example, it's day 317 of the year. Yeah. Um, and I take that and I multiply it by 10 cents, and that's what, that's the amount I'm going to be saving today. So, 31 rand 70 cents is what I've saved today. And obviously. I do this daily, and this uh, accumulates all the way to close to seven thousand. Uh, if, if you include interest, it's over seven thousand rand. Mm. What you will be able to save per year. That's actually quite quite an amazing idea. But I think the the thing I'm really curious about is how did you come up with the ten cents? Uh, because the cumulative amount, I think you said just now that at the end of the year you end up with about seven or so thousand rand. But why did you decide right. on the ten cents? Why not the twenty cents, one rand, ten <laughs> rand? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could you, you could pick any amount, uh, you know, based on the you know the outcome that you want to save, right? Yeah. But I'll tell you where the ten cents comes from also, you know, there's a ring to a ten cents. <laughs> there's a ring to it. Um what I like the most about this challenge is that the highest amount you say per day ever will be three hundred and sixty sorry, it's it's thirty six rand on day three hundred and sixty, right? Or day three hundred and sixty five. It's it's you know, thirty six and fifty. That's the highest amount you'll ever have to save per day. Yeah. But you know, the total amount is actually still significant. You can actually do something about it. So the ten cent came from um uh, a blog, you know, a blogger from London called The Skinch Dad. You can find him on Twitter or, you know, on his blog the skin the dad dot com. Oh, that's a <laughs> that's a hard <laughs> one to start. Yes. And he has what they call a one pence challenge. One pence. So challenge. one pence is too, yeah, yeah, one pence is too small, you know. Um uh, we can't be saving one cent in South Africa. So I added, you know, a zero and you know, put a ring to it and I call it the ten cent challenge. Mm. And, and and if you want to follow that journey obviously, um I'm on Twitter every day, you can follow the hashtag Save with Right. Yeah. Um everything is there every single day saving we're doing something and on top of that on, on under that same uh hashtag you'll find some tips that i share i usually share two to three tips a day on okay. you know um savings basically like you know it should be what you should be doing with your savings or how to start this journey of saving or maybe paying down your debts mm. or getting started with investing those those basic things that um you know people who are starting their careers have to hear before they you know um get into habits of spending more than they earn. Yeah. 
Actually, yeah. I like the fact that you've brought up the hashtag Save with Bright. Um, I'm going to call it the community uh, because it seems that uh, there's a lot of engagement. So from you, in terms of that engagement, how have you found the reception? And what are people most curious about when they are interacting with you about this, uh, about this challenge? Well, so when I started, you know, with this whole thing back in January, you know, the the, the reception was thundering because it was just me <laughs> on the internet and people were thinking, what is this guy up to? What is he doing? Yeah. But it gained some traction about seven months later um, when a friend of mine from uh, Business Insider basically contacted me and said, hey, look, we need to talk about the savings challenge since it's savings month and um, it picked up since because then it gets a bit of media attention and then people start taking it seriously and a lot of people piled in at the time. At the time, I think we had about 1,800 or 1,900 saved up. Mm. So people, a lot of people joined in there and, you know, it's, it's been fun ever since, like you said, engagement. I've seen engagement uh, increase exponentially and people ask a lot of questions. I mean, um, so I'll give you a very good example. Sometimes I'll say something like, you know, spend less than you earn um, and, you know, save the difference, uh, sorry, and invest the difference, right? Yeah. And people, the smart kind of people that I was in university with, the CAs and the likes would say, but the market has done so badly for the past 10 years. Why should I be going uh, to, to put my money in the market? No, but I mean, that conversation is valid, but if you're an investor, you know, like just in anything, I guess, if you, you know how to buy well, you, you want to buy things that are at a discount. So if the markets were higher 10 years ago and today are not high, it means I'm taking these same shares mm. at discounted prices. So I actually want to be invested at this point in time. So I get a lot of, um, you know, uh, constructive feedback and, you know, back and forth from my uh, colleagues, like I said, uh, both in the industry and outside of the industry. And uh, as a result, I've made a lot of friends on platforms like Twitter. Um, on that um, aspect, because there's the one thing that you said just now about um, investing the difference and the like. Now, you're a portfolio manager, and that comes with a certain um, set of skills, especially uh, the ability to evaluate uh, the investment case of a, of a company or a particular stock, for example. Do you think that gives you an edge over someone that doesn't have that um, background because people have a lot of excuses for not saving and you know there might be a listener out there saying to themselves no but bright is a finance guy of course he can save you know so what can you what do you have to say to those people uh, actually i'd say the, the best thing to do is educate yourself um be armed with information and as soon as you look things up on the internet, Google is such an amazing place and very, very powerful tool in mm. our lives today because you can just, you can, you can literally learn anything in a space of five hours if you just dedicate, you know, okay, I, I just want to understand a little how, you know, the nuts and bolts of investing and saving and all of my different options from a bank account, a high yielding, um, call it a 32-day notice account, mm. then a money market account, all the way uh, in that risk spectrum to, you know, government bonds, company bonds, um, convertible bonds, all the way to stocks uh, and all these fun things. But, you know, people usually just jump the gun because they see that I talk about stocks a lot and they assume stocks are the only thing that you can invest in yeah. in order to build wealth or, you know, accumulate a lot of money or make some some of them uh, assume that you know you make money overnight if you invest in these products they yeah. don't actually consider the risk involved in these things 
but there's a, there's a step-by-step, you know, process in this whole personal finance journey. And it starts with where, where are you today? Um, mm-hmm. And you want to ask yourself that question. Uh, do I have a spare cash? Um, do I have debt? Uh, kind of debt I have? Is it, do I have like, you know, vehicle financing, um, uh, you know, uh, unsecured loan? Maybe I have to take a loan to pay something at home. Yeah. Or do I have like a mortgage, et cetera, et cetera. And then you talk about, you know, you want to pay down all of those things before you start uh, saving and, uh, you know, for, the, for a rainy day, because now you need an emergency uh, fund, for example, mm. that has between three and six months of your, um, the equivalent of your monthly salary. Yeah. And then you want to move on to say, okay, I need to be, I, I need other liquid cash that I'll use as opportunities in investing. All right, you don't just go to the market and buy. No, and no. most importantly, you can actually go to the market and buy if you're not trying to time the market and you're not trying to, to be smart about it. All you do is you buy an index that already has a bucket of shares pre-selected in that product and then just buy that monthly um, tax-free savings account. You know, there's a lot of these things that happen. And you, before you just jump the gun and, and go for uh, the last thing on the spectrum, you need to ask yourself where you are. Um, and speak to your financial advisor about it and let them know what your goals are. Some people save, you know, because uh, they want to retire freely. Some people save because they want to go um, to all of these destinations, travel all all across the world and build a very strong Instagram presence. Uh, Some people, you know, save because they like nice cars, you know, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) We all have different goals. So I'm not saying, yeah, you should should be like a staunch hyper-saver like myself. Uh, because I like to see money in my bank account. No, 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 no. I'm just saying is we all have different goals. You know, some people are parents and they want to pay school fees, etc., yeah. etc. Et so there's a, there's a whole, you know, different ways of going about it depending on what your end goal is. There's a different way of going about it depending on what your end goal is. That is Bright um, just telling us about his philosophy around this 10 cent challenge. Bright, finally, can you just tell us um, what is the? Do you have a goal? Do you have an end goal in mind for the challenge? And for people that perhaps you know have been sleeping uh, on the challenge and are saying, "Okay, bright, uh, you know, come the first of January, I'm ready to join this thing." Hashtag save with bright. Hashtag new goals. Hashtag new year. Whatever it is that they are hoping hashtag to do. Hashtag 2020. Exactly. All of that. Are you gonna continue <laughs> with the challenge? And are uh, and do you have any plans of perhaps ratcheting up? Uh, uh, the the amount maybe it becomes a fifteen cent challenge yeah. or a one rand challenge. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes. I mean, uh, like I said, we we, we um, uh, rallied up so much uh, hype around this challenge. Obviously, it has to carry on. Um, and a, a lot of questions I get is, okay, you're gonna have seven thousand two hundred rand at the end of the year. What are you going to do about it? We're still mm-hmm. thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm open for ideas. If maybe the listeners have some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> can tell us what to do with it uh, because I don't have any personal debts anymore so I'm, ah. I'm just like looking what, what to do with that money maybe I'll give it to my little sister I don't know yeah, um, yeah. and in terms of next year definitely continuing with the, the, the challenge same um, under the same hashtag save with price but like you say, we're looking to make it a bit more interesting and a bit more realistic because a lot of people are like, oh, 10 cents is not enough. Yeah. Uh, maybe something fun. We'll find a new formula. There's always new innovative ways to save, to make it fun. Because that's another thing. When you feel like 
you're part of a community and you're doing it together with someone yeah. and you have questions and there's someone to answer your question it becomes a lot more better so that's what we're trying to build a community of you know savers uh, to help basically everyone with any form of income use some of that income um to save you know for a rainy day Okay, so how can people actually uh, find you on Twitter? We've got the hashtag, uh, but your Twitter handle for those that are uh, that specifically maybe want to also follow some of your other commentary as well. Yeah, you can search for Bright the Dividend Party or follow Dividend Party uh, or follow at Brightless B R I T E L E S S. That's the, where I'm found on Twitter. So okay. just just big on Twitter. That's it. okay cool so that was us on the line uh, with uh, Bright Kumalo who is a uh, analyst and portfolio manager at Vistect Asset Management uh, telling us uh, about his philosophy around the 10 cent challenge Uh, some key takeaways he says that they're going to continue um, with uh, with the challenge next year and one of the things that he's really trying to think about is what to do with the money that um, will have been accumulated by the end of the year and he's also giving tips to say that in addition to equities and the stock market and the like there are so many different ways that you can go out there and actually invest uh, some of your money and if you create a culture or a community around the saving and make it fun it actually spurs people to maybe do more uh, to actually save their money so that's been it in terms of that interview on the other side of this we're going to be continuing with our show and uh, we're going to be talking you know just a little bit more just around uh, uh, festive saving uh, the festive season sorry and how you can save uh, yourselves from, you know, getting, you know, deer in the headlights, uh, all this uh, festive sales, you know, how do you not get bamboozled? Uh, that's where the conversation is going to be going. Keep it locked. This is The Business Buzz. You're tuned in to The Business Buzz. Welcome back uh, to the business buzz. That was us on the line with the bright Kumalo, just to telling us about his tense and challenge. Very interesting um, way of saving that's happening there. Uh, but to continue the conversation, uh, we're now uh, getting on the line um, with uh, Irvin Chimani, who is uh, the manager for New Strategic Markets at Liberty. Uh, and remember that um, you know before we get into that, you can follow us on social media, join the conversation, tell us some of your some of your savings tips uh, that is uh, Vow FM or Voice of Vits and you can also find the uh, other Facebook page that is Vits Radio Academy and then on Twitter we're at Vow FM and our hashtag is hashtag business buzz so uh, we are continuing with the conversation uh, as I said we've got Irvin on the line Irvin how are you Good day from yourself, my man. I'm all right. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I think, you know, as young people, uh, as a young person actually working for a financial institution and having been featured as one of the judges for uh, the One Day Leader episode around financial literacy, um, how has this actually shaped your mindset around the importance of being financially literate? Yeah, um Good evening to your listeners. So, so I think for me, being financially literate is of critical importance, right, to, to every South African. Yes. So whether young or old, and, and knowing that a lot of us are first generation of, um, we seem to spend like we've arrived uh, without <laughs> actually realizing that the little wealth we are creating needs to be sustained over a period of time. Yeah. And then obviously thanked for generations to come, right? Mm. So, so, start, so I would urge people to start thinking about what legacy um, they'd like to leave behind 
because South Africa has one of the worst savings and investment rates in the world. Yes. And, and, and there's many factors behind it, but I mean, that's a story for another day. So, so spending, for the sake of spending, will leave you with enormous debt. And um, disciplined spending doesn't mean you have to be uh, frugal. It's all about having the end in mind before you go ham. And that's, that's essentially, you know, what, what being on that show has taught me and exposed me to, to what is happening out there. Now, moving into this festive season, I think the first, uh, the first test of uh, fortitude uh, for the South African consumer in the next couple of weeks is going to be Black Friday. And then after that, we then enter full on into the festive season. Uh, what do you think uh, are some of the biggest money challenges that South Africans are going to face during this time? And you alluded to the fact that there are a host of reasons to this. Should we even be partaking in things like Black Friday? Yeah, so so I think, you know, one of the biggest challenges that we're going to have, what we're going to face over this sort of month or so, is overspend. Mm, um, and, I'll mm, give, mm. and I'll give an example. Um, so this even happens in countries like China, uh, where they celebrate Singles Day. Um, and I'm, I mean, a, a lot of listeners will be aware of this, which is the 11th of November. So it, that's why it's called Singles Day. So it's 1-1-1. One, 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 one. Um, so last year they spent... $31 billion um, in 24 hours on online shopping. Wow. That is, more than, that is more than the South African economy generates in one month. So it kind of shows you that online shopping is becoming, you know, it's taking over and it's becoming a bit ridiculous, really. Mm. The only people that really benefit from this are the online retailers. Um, to make matters worse, I mean, there are even instances where some of the more popular sites, um, what they do is two weeks prior to to, to a popular event like Black Friday, they would they would raise. So what they do is they'll take the price of a of a certain good or item, they would increase it, and then obviously on Black Friday they would bring it back to the original price and then flash it up as a sale. So we shouldn't be falling uh, for for scams like that. We should really be careful. So what what I would I would suggest that people do. Or my piece of advice is we just need to be careful and only buy what you really need. And stay away from things that you that you want, because um, if you really think about it, um, December is only seventeen days, guys. I don't know why we <laughs> only seventeen days. This thing starts on the on the sixteenth of December, which is a public holiday, and shops are supposed to be closed anyway. So let's call it um, sixteen days. Yes. So, so then it ends on the first of Jan, which is also a public holiday. So shops are also closed. So it's fifteen days. Um, but the amount of money that we spend over those 15 days, I, it, for me, I can't fathom why we would even spend so much money. So, so if you were to partake in a Black Friday sort of frenzy and also go crazy over the festive season, um, I'd give you the following tips. So number one, uh, Black Friday, spend money on things that you really need. Mm, Number mm, two, mm. make sure that you do your homework on the items that, you, that you're looking for. So sort of spend some time researching the average prices over a number of months because, you know, prices fluctuate depending on what's happening in the economy, depending on the oil price, da da da, da. But, I mean, if, if you do your homework, then you're able to obviously get, you know, whatever goods that you're looking for at a, at a decent price. Um, and not all items are obviously marked up and then marked down and so on and so forth. But but maybe just try and purchase those items with money that you do have, uh, as opposed to purchasing those items with 
with money that you don't have, um, and that'll be using credit cards or, or borrowing just just so that you can you can purchase a TV. It doesn't make sense because you know the interest portion on that purchase could potentially harm you over the long run. Mm. And then, in terms of um, going crazy over December, I mean, <laughs> is fifteen days really worth you uh, going to a Mashonisa in January? Um, it could potentially take you up to three months uh, to recover from that. Yeah, that's the hangover. True. That's very yeah, true. It's a, it's a massive hangover. So you need to be, you need to guard against that. Um, and I think these are some of the things that we, we need to be cognizant of and we need to start socializing people about um, actively so. We, we just can't allow ourselves to be in debt every single year for the first three months of the year because of 15 days. No, 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 we can't. Now, our first guest is an analyst and actually a portfolio manager, and he's actually come up with uh, a 10 cents challenge um, where he encourages people to save 10 cents multiplied by the day of the year. And by the end of the year, he would have saved about 7,000 Rand. It's a very interesting um, methodology that um, they, that he has going on there. Now, and now I understand that Liberty actually has an app called Stash that encourages people to save and invest. Um, can you shed some light uh, on it for us and, you know, some of the mechanisms that are being used to actually encourage people to save yeah sure so so stash was launched by liberty uh, it was one of our initiatives that we launched about three years ago but we launched it as an mvp which is, um a minimum viable product right so so what we did when we launched stash is obviously let, let's get a feel of of how people respond to this product or, or or this app and then we can sort of then add on as we go along so when we launched it um you could save money by linking your your credit card or your debit card um, to the app. So whereby every time you spend X amount of money, you would choose to bank as little as 10 rands for every purchase. So so what then happened was people then got sort of confused with how this thing works. Where is my money being invested? Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. got the traction that we wanted. So we recently went and we... We obviously got the feedback from from the users, and then we reskinned um, the entire app. Um, and it's now I can tell you now it's it's, it's probably one of the, the most valuable apps that are out there in terms of teaching young people not not just young people, but I think people of South Africa to save. Like I mentioned earlier, our savings rates, our investment rates uh, are fairly dismal. So what 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 Stash looks to do is um, we figured there is a connect between people saving or investing money um, according to how they feel. Yeah. So South Africans are known to spend money during summer for some reason or another. <laughs> um, so what we encourage um, using Stash is we say every day, uh, we, Stash will check whether the, the weather is warm, cold, whatever, in whichever area you're in. And if it's a sunny day, you then get the option to Stash your spare change. And if it's overcast or it's rainy, then you don't stash. Okay, so you have that option. The next option is, you know, people these days, especially during summer, you're looking after your body, everybody, I mean, the ladies want to flare, the guys want to impress. So, you know, everybody becomes a little bit health conscious. So you can link your stash app to your fitness app on your, on your phone, and you can start stashing about five cents for every 20 calories that you burn. Five so, cents for every 20 calories that you burn. Yeah. Huh? Yes, okay, yeah. 
Yeah, and then, and then, um, or even 100 meters that you walk or 100 steps that you take, mm. you can even start stashing a bit of money into your, your stash investment account. Now, this account is linked to the JSE. It's a tax-free savings account. And um, the limits are very simple. I mean, uh, normal tax-free uh, regulations apply. So 33,000 rand over a period of 12 months and 500,000 rand over um, your lifetime. You can invest tax-free. And I mean, for me, that's a no-brainer. So this is encouraging. And we're encouraging young people, especially who are just used to spending money. You are, you are swiping at... I just don't want to mention the the institutions that just like me at trading, but I mean, I, I I you know how it is during the festive that yes. people will go here, there, and everywhere and spend money. But I mean, if you're feeling that happy to spend a thousand two hundred on a bottle of champagne, um, why not stash? Why not stash some of that money away? You're feeling happy, right? So stash it because it it will stand you in good stead over time. So. This is a brilliant initiative by Liberty. I love it. Um, outside of outside of stash, as we you know round up the discussion, um, could you just give us maybe one or two quick tips that people can uh, perhaps start implementing literally tomorrow, um, just to promote a culture of saving in their own lives outside of those fifteen uh, uh, days in the festive season, but just generally in life um, that you could recommend? Sure. Um, so, so the first thing is let's let's try and kill off the debt that we have. Yes. All right. Kill the debt. So, kill the debt. Rather be ngame uh, for a while. Mm. There's, there's there's no need to be popping champagne. Um, build wealth as early as yesterday. Right. So think about the future that you want for yourself, that you want for your family, that you want for your kids. Yeah. Um, and also remember that. You become a millionaire not when you have six digits in your account, but rather when you make the decision to become a millionaire. Mm. And that's when mm. you commit that mm. first mm. round to reaching a million. Yes. That's how you connect with this. So, so that's put been. Away the, okay, so it's that's a, that's a very interesting one. So that's been asked with Irvin Shimani. An interesting one that he says is uh, at the end there. He says, um, if you want to start saving money tomorrow, like literally tomorrow, uh, one of the first things he recommends is that uh, you need to kill debt, uh, get rid of the debt in your life, and then you know things will be smooth. Uh, but more important than I think this will be probably be uh, a quote for the day is you don't become a million near the day that you have uh, those seven digits in your bank account you become a millionaire when you make a decision um, to actually become a millionaire and actually put a plan in place to actually get to that goal so that's been it uh, with Irvin he is a manager for new strategic markets um, at Liberty and then on the other and then we are going to be uh, taking a quick break after this um, to get to the end of the show. Keep it locked. This is the Business Buzz. You don't have to be a liker to like things. Oh, my God. So like us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. And follow them in brackets, voice of things. <laughs> 
Now, just before the break, Irvin Chimani from Liberty was uh, giving us some of his tips uh, just around saving in and around um, the festive season. He's like, guys, this thing is only 15 days long. Let's not uh, kill the entire year over 15 days. Uh, that was one of his big tips. Uh, but, uh, you know, before we end off the show, uh, Bright, who was our first guest, actually has his own tips around how you can save money over and above in the festive season. Oh, thank you very much. I thought you'd never ask. I'm sure you've heard of, you know, the secrets or hacks, um, you know, of in, or personal finance, uh, which has been there for centuries. Uh, these include things like, you know, keep your expenses lower than your income, save the difference, invest prudently, don't borrow to consume, and as a bonus, they'll add something like don't stand surety for someone's borrowing, right? Well, for me, that usually doesn't go well because it's not practical enough for me to uh, practice and uh, to put into practice here in South Africa. So I came up with my own five, uh, which I think the listeners are going to like. The first one is for Black Friday and other sales, like a gambler. Know how much you're spending before you get into the casino and leave your credit card at home. Thank you very much. <laughs> the second one is, Never leave home after dark and don't answer your, your cell phone. And nothing important happens after nine. And third one is uh, eat before you leave the house so you don't have to spend an extra 300 rand on a boring overpriced meal with friends you don't like. Remember, your November salary has to last you until January. So don't spend it all before the 16th of December. If all else fails and you spent all your money on stupid things with friends you don't like, don't forget to call mommy and daddy. There's still an option. Thank you very much. So very interesting tips coming through from Bright. Uh, the, I, I like them. They're very practical. He's like, you need to, you know, perhaps if you eat before you go out, you can save yourself spending 300 grand on a meal with friends that you don't uh, particularly like. Um, and then he's also like, uh, your last point of contact is you can always call um, your parents if you run off of money. Also the fact that your your November salary has to last you until January. Um, so that's been it in terms of the show an interesting one uh, because we definitely need to uh, promote a culture of savings i really like what Irvin said um, when he was like you don't become a millionaire when you have seven digits in your bank account but rather when you make a decision and have a plan that you implement to actually get to that point so that's been it in terms of uh, today's business buzz show uh, remember that you can find us on social media let us know uh, join in the discussion tell us how you are saving on Facebook, we are VFM, that's Voice of Vits. You can also find our other Facebook page that is a Vits Radio Academy. And then on Twitter, we're at VFM, and then our hashtag is hashtag business buzz. 0847849112, that is our WhatsApp line, and you can also stream the station live on VFM.co.za with the podcast of the Business Buzz show, are available on vits.journalism.co.za forward slash business. So with that, we've come to the end of tonight's show. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who's been listening. Uh, thank you to our technical producer, that is Kutluano Sarame, together with our executive producers, that is Simba Honde and Glory Mabuza. Don't miss the business bus, same time, same place next week for more insight into the world of business. Remember... Fitz Radio, we are a 24-hour uh, station, so definitely make sure you don't turn that down. Uh, coming up next, we have the team from Living Electro, uh, so definitely make sure you keep it locked to this station. So for myself, Mudio Mob, Justice Gavaza, and the rest of the team, it is good evening and take care.
Justice on the Business Buzz. The Business Buzz Podcast.